Safa, um, I wanted to um, connect this a little bit to the revolution in Egypt that happened now almost 10 years ago. And, and you know, I think this hope that you speak of was, you know, rampant all over the Arab world when, it, when the revolution first erupted. It was like a euphoria that um, was unlike any, any other that we've experienced, at least in my generation. Um, and now, as you know, the situation is only getting worse and worse. And I wanted to ask you about how we can maintain hope in the face of, you know, increasingly um, brutal regimes that find every possible reason to crack down on every, you know, existing dissent, dissenting voices, and how you see the the unrest happening in the U.S. as a way to create a contagious movement of this hope. Um, I think um, I think the world is one, and uh, there will be repercussions uh, in the Arab world. Will take different forms, uh, but there will be repercussions. I'm sure of that. I've been reading something earlier about the regimes, uh, the the, regi- the return of autocratic regimes and uh, the erosion of democracy not worldwide, uh, not just in the Arab world, but it's worldwide. And of course, it's like the Arab world is like where it's usually the most crystallized, this movement uh, towards auto- auto- autocracy. What happened in the U.S., which is followed a little bit by France and uh, some other European countries, London too, you know, Britain and the U.K. also in the middle of an epidemic, they came out and needed certain things too. I'm I'm sure that will have some 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 repercussions, but I don't know when or how. Um, we also come to you know a cul-de-sac. Uh, Knowing that political action in forms, uh, classic forms, it is demonstrations, uh, demonstrations specifically, you know, uh, sit-ins. That's why I'm saying we have to think, we have to find out other forms of political resistance. It's become just completely sacrificial, you know, too dangerous, so it becomes sacrificial. So people, when they do that, when they, when they do them, we, we're sure we're gonna, they can kill a maximum of people and then... The, the prison the imprisonment is is devastating just now in Egypt. So they take there are about seventy eighty thousand people there and uh, almost no trial. In Egypt, we have now a very very repressive autocratic regime. That very repressive autocratic regime came um, on a tank, on a tank. So I arrived in a tank. The lack of legitimacy. It's just mad. It's like what's what's seeing what we are seeing in the world just now is whether it's in the United States or in Egypt or in France or it's like you have regimes which lack so much legitimacy. They're not legitimate regimes. They're, 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 they're governing by violence because because they they lack legitimacy. They lack consent. So there is so little consent. And the same thing in Egypt is now. There's very little consent to the regime, which is governing the whole country. But the revolution itself, though it didn't take power and didn't seize power, it didn't arrive at power, did certain things. One of them, for example, is that we can speak about sexual harassment. 
we, we have measures against sexual harassment. We can speak about um, gays, gays and lesbians. Um, we can speak about uh, gender. We can speak about, we can speak about so many things which we were not allowed to speak about before 2011. Um, we can defend people also. Um, when you know they start, the society starts. So some people, are, are in the form of a political repression, we start to um, make scandal of their sexual behavior. For example, this is very possible that we, you know, many people can defend them. That wasn't the case before two thousand eleven. Um, there are um, many, many um, social and sociological changes which took place because people had fought for the dignity, which of course now um, um, are um, kind of dissociated from the political regime itself. We don't have democracy, we don't have elections, we have prisons full of uh, political opponents, we don't have press, freedom of press, we don't have anything. And, uh, you know, while there are changes arriving sociologically in a very profound, in a profound form, on the one hand, on the other hand, politically it doesn't match. It's repressive. But this is, in a way, how you uh, institute change. If you institute it, it's like, you know, life is not a line, it's a circle. It turns and turns and turns and turns. It's a gyre. And the gyre is turning, and it's just the pattern. It's a pattern where everything is takes is a pattern. It's a gyre, and the gyre is turning, and it will turn, and it will turn. Um, it's ten years ago. The moment when I left Egypt, for example, there was like even the extreme left couldn't talk, take about um, you know sexual mutilation. Even the extreme left. Now it's a law against it. There is a law against it, official law. The extreme left couldn't do it. Didn't even mention it. You, 10, 10, 20 years after, after I left, and when we speak about um, uh, women rights and uh, there is women oppression, you know, the best of friends, men and women, will say there is no such a thing as women oppression in a country like Egypt. We have all the rights, women and men. Nowadays, it's well recognized that there is something, many things to be. Um, to be achieved in that domain, and uh, the sexual harassment story, which uh, actually we 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 preceded me too, because there was in the sit-ins after the initial eighteen days in Tahrir Square, there were other sit-ins, and there they started using rape as a political weapon and sexual harassment, and. Um, and we, I know of many people, uh, and it was like it's really it was really organized. We don't we don't know till this very moment who did it, but it was incredibly organized, very well thought and organized. So they started using that as a political weapon, and then so the story against the fight against against sexual harassment and rape started even much earlier than than the movement in the West was me too. So that. That's to say that it's a movement, we are in a movement, um, there are horrible setbacks.
but it's a movement. There are generations uh, arriving on the scene, and these probably they wouldn't, they would have nothing to lose. The problem, as it because it's a gyre, because it's a circle, they think when you 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 despair people to the point of not uh, find, fighting for anything, there will come people who they say, okay, we've got nothing to lose, and then they fight because they have nothing to lose.